Welcome back to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour Podcast. Colin Appel, Miles Roluca here. We are your co-host, and the Chargers have a huge matchup against the Dolphins this Sunday night, another primetime game back on Sunday night football. And it is going to be a, a, a steep one for the Chargers. We'll, we'll dig into that here in a second. But how you doing, man? How are you on this uh, Friday night? I know it's we usually record on Thursday night, but how are you doing on this TGIF? Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, we had a big volleyball tournament last night. Uh, just didn't know how late it would run, and you know how that goes. So, But here we are Friday night. I guess we got a little bit extra time because we don't play till Sunday night now. So um, I'm doing good, man. I'm chilling downtown Omaha right now. Um, ready to talk some ball. But um, before we get into that, man, it's been a while. But I think for the first time in a while, we both got drinks out. So what are you drinking, man? Yeah, you know, there were a couple episodes in a row. I think we were just either like too hungover and, and beard out to even attempt to drink. Uh, but hey, it's Friday night now. Feeling good. Uh, I got a good old Corona in my hands. So Corona Extra. Um, went to the store a couple days ago and I was making fish tacos. And I was like, hey, what would, what would go good with fish tacos? Good old cerveza. And you can't go wrong with a Corona. So... That's what I got. How about you? Yeah, I think we're we're kicking it back to our old days, to like our episode twenties right now, where we were pretty much consistent Corona, and in my hand I got a Coors Light. So, um, <laughs> nice. nothing too special here for us tonight. But you know, it's it's just getting the night started. It's approximately six twenty here Central Time. So, uh, let's let's get this night started right. You know, let's get a beer in our hand and have a have a night. So, but yeah, man, I'm I'm ready to talk. Some, yes, I'm ready to talk some football. So. Let's do it, man. Let's jump right into it. Um, injury report came out today, uh, Friday afternoon, and it's got the the final. It's I mean, it is the final injury report for the week, um, and it sees Bryce Callahan, Derwin James, Sebastian Joseph Day, and Trey Pipkins all as doubtful, with tight end Richard Rogers being the only questionable. Everyone else looks like will be a full go. Oh, so man. thank God Richard right Rogers the, is questionable. <laughs> right. He hasn't practiced or no, excuse me. He, he wasn't on the injury report until today. Albeit so interesting there, but uh, yeah, no Trey Pipkins. It looks like no Sebastian Joseph day, no Derwin James, and no Bryce Callahan. So, Offensively, like it, it, this has just kind of been the story for the Chargers this season. They can't seem like call it luck, call it fate, call it just the football gods being on your side, but they just can't seem to to co- to collectively get healthy. Um, one group comes back healthy, and another position group is just depleted, and um, it all just ends up being a shit show out there. So, I mean, look, the offense should be back to, I mean, they're not full strength, but they're pretty damn close. It's really, I mean, skill positions are full strength for the first time. They're so really just missing Pipkins and, and Prashawn Slater at this point. So, um, so pretty healthy. Um, no excuses on the offensive side of the ball this week. 
Um, not like there has been, but they've just been so banged up. It's good to see them finally kind of getting back to full stride. Now, on the defensive side of the ball, clearly a different story. I mean, losing Sebastian Joseph, jo- bleh, Joseph Day is huge. I think that's the biggest – I mean, outside – I mean, Derwin James, obviously, that is – ginormous loss for the Chargers. If he's not able to go, it doesn't look like he will be able to. Um, But already having a depleted interior defensive line, and now you lose Sebastian Joseph Day, um, that to me is is a huge, huge issue. Um, And I don't know how they, I just don't know how they overcome that for another consecutive week of, having no no pressure on the quarterback um, and not being able to do any, anything against a run on that first level of defense. So looking bleak, <laughs> to put it uh, bluntly. But, I mean, look, I've just been kind of rambling here. What, what's what's your take on the, the just the injury report itself? Um, who are you going to miss the most? And who are you looking forward to getting back the most? Yeah, I think that's somewhat of a pretty easy question. Just looking at the injury report, uh, skill position-wise, offense should be back to where we should be. Um, Obviously, we haven't seen this many people active offensively since that Chiefs game, and Mike Williams went out after his first target. So, hope to God he can stay in for the full game. Uh, By far, that's the guy I'm most happy to have back. Really, that's the only really big name that we're getting back after a long after a few weeks, I mean, obviously we're getting Lindsay back oh. after last week. Yeah, I was going to say Corey Lindsay. But I, I'm referring to, like, injuries that have gone on for a few weeks. Well, you said now. skill players, too. Yeah, so. okay. Fair enough. But on the offensive side of the ball overall, definitely Mike Williams and Corey Lindsay coming back is huge. Uh, I'm just excited to watch Mike Dub play again. Hopefully, like I just mentioned, he can stay in for the remainder of the game. But, uh, yeah, defensively, touching on Sebastian Joseph Day real quick. Um his presence is obviously going to be missed out there, but this is a Dolphins team that I think runs the ball the least out of any team in the league. So interiorly, I feel like we can be a little weak um, as long as our edge rushers can maybe get to the quarterback. You know, I Teron Armstead for the Dolphins. We haven't gotten into the Dolphins injury report yet, but I know that he is listed as questionable for the game. So that would be a huge loss for them, especially then somebody's going to have their hands full of Khalil Mack. So, but yeah, honestly, I think Mike McDaniels came out today and said that he, fi- he yeah, expects yeah. Armstead to play. Yeah, he said he did mention that he felt pretty good about his availability going into Sunday night. Uh, but you know, you know, Brandon Staley said that Mike Williams was going to be practicing the last three weeks, and this is the first week that he's practiced. So, I mean, take what you yeah. take what coaches say with a grain yeah, of no, salt I mean, is what I've learned this year. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you never know. It's especially it could be one of those things where he gets up Sunday morning and it's just what is it? His toe and pectoral. Yes. So a knee and a toe. Yes. Um. So hey, one one or two, or maybe even both those things could just be bugging him on Sunday. And yeah, you just never know. So questionable going into Sunday, but it would be a big help if he wasn't able to go. Yeah. No, for sure. But um. Honestly, I think on this team, the injury, just injury in general, that hurts, that would hurt the most would probably be Justin Herbert, obviously, if he were to go down somehow. But second, 
by a mile, I think, is Derwin James. Uh, just the absolute yeah. leader of that defense. And I think you're talking just like level of like the, the level of important. important yeah, person, like obviously. who we would miss yeah. the most on this team. Obviously, Justin Herbert would be yeah. one. And then and Justin Herbert, obviously, number one. And then Derwin yeah, would have to be second. So missing Derwin this weekend yeah. is going to be massive. Um, Dolphins very well, very well may throw for 500 yards on this defense come this weekend. And that's without even saying the names of, you know, Bryce Callahan is most likely not going to be playing this weekend, who was Huge a great, loss. great pickup for us this offseason and doubtful again. And then we always just, we already touched on SJD. So yeah, no, our defense is fucked. Like we are screwed big time. The only reason that I would like, have a glimmer of hope for this game is the fact that we're getting Mike Williams and Corey Lindsley back on the other side of the ball. So, so this, I I think this is a, a good time to pivot to, you know, making like the ability for this team and this coaching staff to make adjustments uh, throughout this season, but also like last season, um, like the lack of ability, I should say, is, has really been something that has caught the attention of and, and frustrated a lot of fans. So, look, it's clear just looking at this injury report, this defense, like you said, it's, for lack of better terms, it's fucked it's, going it's into fucked. into Sunday. Um, and, like, if we know that, Brandon Staley obviously has to know that. So one thing I would love to see this week is Staley be able to make those adjustments, um, whether it's – it's tomorrow. Um, it's before the game. You know, sometime on the weekend, you know, you're able, like maybe it was today or just earlier on this week, like in walkthroughs. Um, they have to, like, if they know they're going to be down multiple guys and down key guys, like, you just have to get more creative and think outside the box as to, hey, what what's something we can do to, you know, just give us a little bit more of, of an edge. I mean, that, that that's something they haven't been able to do, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But I think we've started to kind of see it defensively too in, in recent weeks with giving up the big play and, and just being terrible against the, um, the rush. I mean, I would love, I don't know what those adjustments are. So, you know, I, I can't get specific there, but I would just love to see Staley come out with some kind of game plan, some kind of scheme to, combat all these these defense injuries because if they just try to go in and do what they do um they're gonna get fucking steamrolled like they they can't keep up with this dolphin speed they 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 can't stop any run let alone i mean i don't care how how bad the the dolphins run game is like they'll they'll probably still go for over 100 on us just because that's how pathetic this rush defense is um so it's not all on Herbert this week because he, he's getting some help back on the offensive side, but it's going to be pretty much, they're going to have to rely on, on Justin to put up 30 plus to, to be in this game. I think in the fourth quarter, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, and the thing is too, we saw it last week. We can see this defense get off to a hot start and, and even play a complete half. Um, they, they're just, they don't have, now they lack the talent, but even when they had more talent on the field, like they still had yet to figure out how to play a consistent game. So you might be able to like miraculously 
hold them to like 10 points through three quarters, but then you have to worry about them just getting shit on in the fourth, like giving up three touchdowns in the fourth, <laughs> you know, like, it, I don't know, man. It's just, I, all of this is go back and say, I hope Staley has something up his sleeve um, because just looking at this, like it's, it's clear this defense is, is going to struggle. And, you just got to keep that in mind. Like when you're bitching at him on Sunday, cause we all do it. Just keep in mind with what they're, what they're working with. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. Especially when you go and talk about, you know, adjustments that are made. I think especially with this coaching staff so far this year, it's been the lack of adjustments, you know, maybe we come out hot and then teams just kind of figure out a game plan around our defense. And then we don't adjust to their adjustments. You know, it's, Football's all about football's a game all about adjustments. And, you know, if Brandon State is going to prove me wrong, I hope to God that it's this weekend. And I hope that they can find ways to adjust to what the Dolphins are going to do. And especially with our depleted defense this week. But I don't know. I just don't, I don't really have much faith in this coaching staff and making the adjustments that they need to. It's like, it almost feels like us as fans should be the ones that are running the show down there. Cause I swear to God, I've seen some way more intelligent people on Twitter than I've seen this coaching staff so far this year. So yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a lot of faith in this defense and I, I really think if we're winning this game, it's going to be the Justin Herbert show. It's going to have to be, man. Like it literally, it, it's going to be the same defense. I mean, it, yeah, it'll be the same, if not a worse defense that we saw this last week. Like, I don't know how you can expect them to be better, especially with Derwin and, and Bryce and, and SJD out. Like, there's no way. Like, you're going to see a shittier version of last week's defense. Like, just expect that on Sunday. Um, probably going to, like, they're probably going to give up. Thir- like, I would be shocked if they'd give up less than 25 points. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way. Like, I would genuinely be like, holy shit, if, if we hold the Dolphins under 25, I will be like, holy fucking shit. That, in fact, let's just save time. That's my fucking bold prediction. We hold the Dolphins under 25 points. Um, like, let's just keep it simple. <laughs> like, if, if we can do that, I really like our chances at winning. But that's the question. Can we do that? Um, with this defense, I highly doubt it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, very bold prediction. I don't think that there's a way in hell we hold the Dolphins under 25. I would be surprised if they had 25 at halftime. Um, but I guess yeah, no kidding. I guess uh, that that probably gives us a good opportunity to transition to. I guess we could go bold takes then right now and then go into our keys of the game if you want to. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so your bold take. Elaborate just a little bit on under yeah. 25 points for the Dolphins. Uh, well, I mean. Or is this just, just something you want to happen? You're going to speak it into truth. No, I mean, like, I, I there's something I just kind of thought of. But, I mean, it, it makes sense for a bold take, at least in my head. I mean, uh, considering the defense, like the personnel that's going to be out there and uh, – the personnel that they're facing, you know, the fastest offense in the league um, with, a, with a good quarterback and a decent line and a, just a better offensive coach. Like this is like, this is, this is Brandon Staley 
head to head against Mike McDaniels. Um, and so I'm kind of excited to watch that battle unfold to young coaches. And look, this is, this very well could be, I mean, yes, the chargers are playing for fighting for their playoff lives every week now here on out. That's just the ride that we're on. Um, but Brandon Staley is really like, this could really be him coaching for his job. Gonna, um, this is Brandon Staley's break it or make it game for me. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I prime time, the lights are going to be on you. Um, the whole world's going to be watching and look, this game has, this is a game I think we've kind of dreaded on the schedule for a couple weeks. Um, especially with all the fucking stupid narratives on Twitter and, you know, who, uh, launching a anti Justin Herbert campaign. Um, this is a, this is just the game that's going to be like the Twitter bowl and <laughs> Twitter's going to burn to the, it ground. just makes it, it just makes sense that like there's so much on the line for the chargers, basically the season, but also, uh, narratives and, and storylines and, and rival like fan bases, not necessarily rival fan bases, but just, you know, what I'm, you know what I mean? Um, so much going on, but also just in, like in the middle of it all is Brandon Staley trying to do whatever he has to do to keep his job. And it starts with a win. Um, I think the only way he keeps his job is if he gets into the playoffs at this point. Um, I think there's a possibility he can get in the playoffs and still lose his job. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's just going to be see like it's going to be good to see where he stacks up against a really good young offensive mind. I mean, we've seen him go against Kyle Shanahan um, and some some other good offensive coaches, you know, Andy Reid. But I don't know, man. I'm just waiting on, on the Staley to do something to to kind of rope me back in. Otherwise, I think it's it's pretty much uh, over for him. I mean, from a fan base standpoint, I think it kind of already could be. I, you, you see, you know, clips of him on Twitter that you know the team post on their social media, and like it's just like the threads underneath the the content nowadays. It's it's no longer like positive. Yeah, that's like heck yeah, coach. Like you know, uh, it's it's turned into like anti Staley, like, no, like sick of him, like same old shit, different week. Uh, you know, like people are, are, are kind of already over it. So I'm trying to think like, man, you got to do something, man, to, to either real, real, the fan base back in piece by piece, or this just could be your, your falling out game where you completely lose the entire fan base and, and the, uh, you know, front office believing in you yeah no that that's a good point um just to touch on that quickly the only way that i see brandon Staley retaining his job should we not make the playoffs is if he were to make some offseason adjustments starting with the main key thing and that's get rid of joe lombardi if he were to make an adjustment and get rid of joe lombardi and you know bring in someone that can actually develop herbert then then I would then I could see a world in which I, I I personally would be okay with retaining Staley after something like that or that and if you were to bring in a defensive coordinator who could actually call plays instead of have stuck up old Brandon Staley call every single play bring in a DC that he knows well that could that can really transform this defense well um, that would be really the only way that I could see this team miss the playoffs and Brandon Staley keep his job um, but. 
dude yeah uh this is the twitter bowl right here this is this is the game that will shut down twitter um i honestly want to win this game more to shut emmanuel acho up than to make the playoffs um just because i every chargers fan we hate that dude because he just is a bozo he is literally so stupid uh just with these narratives and these I mean, you guys can go read through his tweets if you haven't seen him and just realize probably lose brain cells. It's just it's 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 he's attacking Justin as much as he can over stuff that's like, dude, you say you like he's passive aggressive about it. Like he says he's 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 not trying to hate on him. He respects his game and you know he admits he's very talented. But it's like, dude, you're fucking just attacking him every chance you get, and he's only looking at you know, bits and pieces of like tiny little sample sizes and tiny little windows of time where yes, Tua has had better numbers than, than Herbert at times this year uh, for the majority of the year. I mean, that's, that's just, those are facts. Um, but it's also like, you gotta, you gotta take into fact like circumstances on both sides. You can't just, you know, take in, take into account circumstances on one side, but then ignore them on the other side. Um, and yeah, man, I just, I, Colin Cowherd had a great bit. I think it was yesterday yes, or today. Yes, he on his if show. If you guys haven't heard the Colin just, Cowherd, you gotta listen to it because he. Yeah. And honestly, like all of this, the only, the only reason this narrative started, the only reason I think, this is even a thing. I mean, yes, they're gonna be linked together forever because they got taken, uh, right next to each other. But it's it, it got started with Dolphin fans just being so stubborn that they don't want to admit that they fucked up and picked the wrong guy that they've themselves have had to, had to start this like pro to a campaign, uh, an anti, like also anti Justin Herbert campaign because they don't want to be the fan base that fucked up and, and picked the wrong guy. So it's just like this denial and their main argument just, it's the same thing as Acho's argument. It's, well, look how many get he's a winner. Look at his look at his record as a starter. I'm like, yes, dude. He's also gotten benched. How many times has Herbert gotten benched? And he's also had, I mean, look, both quarterbacks did not come into great situations. Um obviously Herbert inherited the second worst offensive line in the league his rookie year with incompetent coaching staff and uh, really an incompetent owner. And, and organization, if we're being honest, but um, still had the best rookie season ever, right? Uh, Tua came into a similar situation, but I would even argue a little bit better. Like, I think he had a better coaching staff in Brian Flores, um, and I think he didn't have the skill weapons, but, I mean, he's still, like, you can't compare anything he's done, really, to, to Justin yet in the NFL I mean this season even he's had a nice season I mean I've, I've been seeing him in like MVP chat and I'm like really Tua like I know his quarterback rating's nice um but like yards he's not even in the top 10 I don't think I know he missed a couple games but um touchdowns he's like kind of middle-ish of the pack maybe a little bit better um, he just has a nice com- completion percentage and 
you know, guys that are able to take it fucking 80 yards to the house on the fucking slant route, which Justin doesn't have, and that would be nice. But, yeah, man, it, it's it's annoying. I, I get fucking annoyed even talking about it, but that's – I agree with you. I'd rather win this game um, and miss the – play. like, if there's one game left to win on this calendar – we missed the playoffs. I, I hope it's this one. Yeah, no, that's that's a really Yeah, no, for sure. For the sake of Twitter, for the sake of my mental health on that app for the next shit, man, could be the next few months. Um I hope we find a way, man. Or or if we don't find a way to win, make Tua look like shit, make Herbert look like a superstar somehow. But I just I think the MVP of the Dolphins is really Jalen Waddell and Tyree Kill. I mean, if you were to give Herbert those weapons, oh man, he he's yeah. probably he's front runner for MVP right now. Chargers probably maybe have two losses. So, I mean, it's it's just little things like that that it's like, well, right now one of them's in a better system than another one, but that definitely does not play a role in who's more talented. Uh, I think I think Cowherd even mentioned on his take that they interviewed like five different guys, including one within the Dolphins organization, like a few others yeah. from Miami. And he said of the five, they would take Herbert over to a, or five out of the five said that they would take Herbert over to. A. All and, of them, yeah. and I think yeah. I think if you asked all 32 NFL GMs, maybe besides the Dolphins one, they would probably agree with you on that. Like the skills that Herbert puts on display week in and week out is Dude, just so much think- different. Like Mike McDaniel is like I think deserves more credit than Tua. Like, look what I mean, and even honestly, like part of their like their front office too, because to go out and get Tyreek Hill, and then draft Jalen Waddle, um, and I, I mean they drafted Waddle first and then got Tyreek, but to it just shows that coaching matters and the story of like him putting together a seven hundred play clip to show Tua that he doesn't suck, um, like. Those are the things that you're just like, dude, how nice would it have been for Justin Herbert to have that? It's like all these great quarterbacks, like the ones that are really great are paired with just even better coaches, offensive-minded coaches. Like look at what what Andy Reid and and Pat Mahomes have in Kansas City. Then you, you know, look at Tua and Mike McDaniels and like, man, they have a nice thing going there now. So coaching matters. um, And yeah, I, I think that's a big reason why if Staley does go out and and make a change at OC, that could very well save his job too. Um, but that's another conversation. So, wow, we got really sidetracked. Uh, what, what's, <laughs> what is your bold thing? We did, but it, it, it's a good side. I feel like we get sidetracked pretty often, but it always leads to good conversation. So, it does. Um, These are just thoughts. Also, so, sorry. Yeah. I got, uh, I got some dogs barking in the background here. So, apologize for that, guys. Oh, you're but, good. um, so yeah, my bold take. Um, so you got under twenty five for the Dolphins. So you're kind of focused on the Chargers defense. You know, I think uh, for me, especially now that our boys getting some weapons back, um, should they remain healthy for the game, I'm going. I think Justin Herbert's really gonna do what he does this game, especially my, with Mike Will back. Um, and I, I want to get into a discussion after I say this, but. I think I think Justin can go for 350 and four total touchdowns this game. Notice how he said total because, I don't know, he hasn't ran one in yet this year, so maybe we'll see that this weekend. But 
I'm going to go 354 total touchdowns for Herbert this week. Um, most of that to Mike Williams because I want to have a quick a quick chat about our boy Keenan Allen. Um, it was pretty apparent last week to me, especially I watched some film back, saw some people on TikTok, on Twitter and stuff that he's just not getting separation like he used to. I mean, we saw – and obviously, you know, that could be part of that hamstring injury, which he dealt with so much this year, or maybe he's just getting old. And I, I just think we need to have that discussion because, I mean, five years ago, Keenan was the best route, route runner, best at separation in the league, and now he just – he looks like not his total self. So I, I don't know. I don't know if you want to blame that, you know, on the injury. I listened to Hops with Pop yesterday as well, and he kind of was going more along the lines of the hamstring train. But, you know, do you think – you think Keenan's just – getting old I don't want to say the word washed because that would break my heart but is is he getting old is it the hamstring why why can he not separate off these these defenders so well I think it's the hamstring I really do um I'm really not that concerned about it I look like I think if he's operating at like 80 85 percent um that might be why we're noticing it. Um, but I, I'm not, I'm really not that concerned about it. I mean, I, I, I don't think he'll be the same Keenan Allen that we're used to seeing the rest of this season, but I don't think it's because he's regressing just because like just old age and, and not having it anymore. I think it's a lot of it has to do with his hammy. Yeah, but like that was such a tough lingering injury. And even for him, I mean, he still probably could could have sat out an extra week or two to really nurse it. Um, but they were just so thin and, you know, on offense, like we needed to have him back. Not saying they rushed him back or anything like that. Um, but I, I still think a lot of that has to do with with the hammy. Yeah, I, I'm going to lean towards the hammy as well, just until we see kind of more of a bigger sample size of him. You know, he could definitely go out this week or next week or sometime this season and be just explosive as we've seen him. So I, I'm going to lean towards the hamstring for the for the remainder of time until proven otherwise. But, uh, yeah, so just reiterating, my bold take, 354 total touchdowns for Herbert, to especially to Keenan, Mike Will. I uh, expect a big performance from Gerald Everett this weekend as well, and probably Josh Paul. Even then, that might not be enough. I, I'm not saying that it'll be enough, but that's my bold take, just because I, I know yeah. I don't think the Dolphins' defense is insanely good. I think they're probably like middle of the pack, but I mean we we've seen what Justin Herbert can do uh, to some off to some really good defenses. Unfortunately, it just hasn't been consistently this year, but. You know, especially primetime Herbo, I, I expect to see a really good performance come out of him this weekend. So, yeah, um, I'm excited, man. I I love watching our bolts in primetime, and this just there's nothing, few things better than watching your team in primetime. Um, it also comes with like the anxiety of, like, do you get extra anxious or nervous for for games that are nationally? Oh. 100 televised because you know like friends and people that like and, and even like if yep. you have a buddy that is a fan of the other team that you're playing like you just know the backlash you're gonna get in the morning if they do something stupid and fucking lose yeah no i i 
most primetime game, well, most games in general, I just watch by myself just because I don't, I'm a different person when I'm watching Chargers football. I'm, era- I'm just erratic. I'm off the wall. We need to watch just... a game together, bro. I don't think we've, I, we we well, haven't yet this we've, year. We've been to games together, but I don't think we like watched just like me and you TV. Yeah, I know. I got Christmas break. I got Christmas break starting next week, so I'll have to come down and we'll have to link up or something. Um, yeah, I was gonna recommend that we should have done it this week, but uh, my final schedule I have on Monday morning, so I went to work out, but. Uh yeah no oh, yeah. we'll 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 definitely link up for a game sometime uh before the season ends which hopefully is more than just five more games but um I think should we transition real quick um just we've we've touched on so yeah. much already uh, let's go into just our three uh three takes three keys to victory real quick I'll I'll have you start us off so three keys baby uh key number one for me. Uh, is going to be I'm, I'm going to stay on the defensive side of the ball. Um, it's not a s- specific metric. I mean, I'm not talking like certain number of takeaways or uh, yards allowed, but uh, just really like coming out and, and, and getting a fast start. And they, they did have a fast start this last week, um, but I just want to see a fight out of the defense, man. Um, so, like, key number one, label it uh, defensive grit. I mean, they're not going to be full strength. They're going to be pretty much down and out the entire game, so they just have to play with – I'd like to see them play with some heart, knowing that, hey, the season's on the line. Um, you know, it's it's a third and six. We got to get off the field. Like, do what it takes to get off the field. Um, you know, kind of that bend, don't break mentality that they kind of started with towards the, the beginning of the season, but they've recently just decided to break completely, <laughs> whether it's in the first half or, or late in the game. Um, so, yeah, I, defensive grit, I'll, I'll say, is my first key to the game. Uh, second key to the game is on the offensive side of the ball, they have to run the ball, and they have to run the ball effectively. Um, one of the most frustrating things about this last week is that the fact that they were having some success on the ground and then just completely abandoned it. Um, like you have to find a way to, to help to give Justin Herbert some sort of help. Um, whether that, you know, is a, that means giving him a third and three versus a third and nine or a third and 12. So, Joshua Kelly, Austin Eckler, um, would love to see those guys. I'd, I'd love to see them go for over a hundred combined. That would just be a, a good start. But getting the getting the running game is is my second key, and then my third key, key to the game, um, just play clean football. Um, you know, no play turnover free football. And and uh, look, if if they play, if they go out and play a not even their best game, but a B plus game. I think they can they can win this game. Um, a lot of it's going to come down to the defense because this could very well be a shootout. But you know, no takeaways, no fumbles, no crucial, yeah, back breaking turnovers that uh, just bury us. So those are my three keys. Yeah, I, I like those a lot. I had some very similar ones. One of my one of the first ones I had, I have since changed it since you kind of took it. 
But, um, yeah, running the ball definitely going to be massive this week. Uh, Dolphins front seven. Uh, I mean, you got Bradley Chubb up there. He's not looked like himself since he's been on the Dolphins. Still a solid player. Jalen Phillips is a good second-year guy. And then, I don't know, like Jerome Baker, Christian Wilkins. They have some good names on that defense. But, like I mentioned earlier, just kind of a middle-of-the-pack defense there. Um, much more worried about guys like Javon Holland and – uh, Xavier Howard in that secondary for them. So definitely, especially if we're going to see the Herbo game, like I want us to see, we're going to need to be pretty balanced on offense, uh, which, which kind of brings me, uh, towards your last take, which was turnovers. And my first take is to win the turnover battle. You know, uh, I watched, I was watching some of that, uh, Dolphins 49ers games last weekend while the Chargers were playing and God, dude, I, that was the first time I've watched the Dolphins this year, but Tua is not very good. That was the first time I've watched the Dolphins with Tua. I watched the game when they had their backup in, but Tua just looked really, really bad last week. Uh, just short arms, a lot of throws, just not great mechanics. Um, I really think that we can get after him, hopefully, which brings me, which would bring me to my next one, but hopefully we can force some turnovers and then not have any of our own. Um and then that obviously would bring me to my next one, which is our pass rush. We got to figure out, we got to figure out a way to get after the Dolphins. Uh, we got to figure out a way to get after Tua, force him into those bad throws. You know, when he looks flustered, he's a shell of him of his own self, which I think is another debate that you could have with the Herbert versus Tua conversation. You see how good Herbert is on the run versus Tua. It's it's night and day. It's two very different ball games there. Herbert's just so much better. And then finally, going back to Herbert. Mac protect. Uh, last last week, too many, way too many sacks in the first half. They made somewhat of an adjustment to Max protect way more for Justin, and definitely O line played definitely a little bit better in that second half. Still a pretty horrible game overall, but you know with Corey Lindsley coming back, um, if we can really just sit back, keep him clean, just give him time to find guys like Keenan, Mike, Will, Gerald Everett, Josh Palmer, you know. Those guys, um, I really, I really expect a great performance out of Herbert, and probably could put us in a position to win this game. Hopefully, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's those are great keys. I mean, the turnover battle is going to be huge. Um, like, I still think like they could win the turnover battle, and it still might not be enough. Like, look how they started this last week, uh, you know, against Vegas and had a couple turnovers early on and um, like they're going to be so depleted. It might take like five turnovers just to safely bet. <laughs> like, you I'll know, that, that could be enough to, to ruin uh, the Dolphins game. But yeah, like I look it, it, defensively, I think a lot of fans are just praying for like a just, Jesus take the wheel moment of like defense, just please somehow figure it out against, against this team this week and allow some guys to come back and, you know, get a little healthier, kind of like, you know, how we were going into last week. Like if we can just get through one week and get some guys back, um, that could be a big difference maker, but yeah, defensively, I, at, at least that's where I'm at. It's like, Jesus, uh, like just hold on, somehow, be scrappy, get away to hold this team to under thirty points, and 
hope and pray that your offense has the best day of the season. Yeah. Um, sorry, a quick transition from defense. I totally forgot to mention uh, Herbert could be getting back another weapon this weekend. Donald Parham has been activated from the IR was at practice a little bit this week. I didn't, he was not listed on the injury report. I think that's just something weird with just coming off IR, but there is potential that Donald Parham could be back come Sunday night. So um, having a six six tight end back Huge. is definitely going to be six eight. Is he six eight? Holy shit! All yeah, right, Donald huge. Parham is a big ass motherfucker. So, um, yeah, XFL star X, or uh, X XFL, uh, XFL or USFL, USFL star. But yeah, that could be huge for Her- Herbert as well. So, um, I think with that, let's give our score predictions and get out of here. You have the you All have right. the floor, uh, sir. Okay, well, Vegas has this as a, a three-point uh, spread in favor of the Dolphins. Um, I Look, I've only bet against the Chargers once this year, and they ended up winning that game. What game was that? So I'm going to bet ag- the Atlanta game. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm going to bet against them again this week, and I'm going to do some reverse psychology juju here um, if, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Uh Look, I just – it pains me to say, like, it Tua, the Justin Herbert, Tua Bowl, whatever, um, I think Justin Herbert loses this game and it's nothing to do with his play. It's not his fault. Just like the Dolphins probably win this game and it has very little to do with Tua and just the fact that this is a better coach team. Um, this team has more talent on the field at the moment. And – they're just a hotter team too. Like they, they've, they've, they've played complete games. They've blown teams out. They've put together complete games, and then the Chargers have not been able to do that. So, just because of that, I, I think the Dolphins covered the spread. If I was a betting man, which I'm not, I would put my money on the Dolphins. Um, so I'm going to say thirty-one to twenty-one, Miami. Yeah, that that hurts. Um, but I, I understand I, I was fully prepared to take the chargers in this game personally, just with the additions of Mike Williams, Corey Lindsley back, but that Derwin news just really, really puts us, puts us in a hole. Yeah. So I'm also for the first time this season, I am going to pick against our beloved chargers. Uh, hopefully we both reverse psychology, this thing. I do think that there is a way we can win this game. I don't think we're completely effed in this game. Um, I I think there's a way to win it. And sorry to cut you off here, but it's just going to take a, a near-perfect game. A near-perfect game. It's not going to take a perfect game to win. Um, they can maybe afford a mistake or two, but anything beyond that, it's just going to be... It's going to bury them. Yeah, so... Um, you know, I think if this team plays to the best of their ability, if the coaches coach to the best of their ability, there is a way. Even a team that's as depleted as us, if we can have some guys step up and play to their best of their ability, I think that there is a way we can get this done. But, yeah, I just – I don't know. Um, let's just cut to it. I'm going to – my score, I, I'm going to go – this is going to look like a big 12 score. I'm going to go very little defense in this game either way. I'm going to go 42-37 Dolphins. Um, Jesus. I think, I think we get down 
by maybe one or two scores and then Justin Herbert, Justin Herberts and gets us back in this game. And I just think at the end of the day, we just, they just have the offensive weapons that we need to address in the draft next year. And I think we're just a year away. So, um, we'll always be a year we'll away. Always be a year away. We're 10 years from now. We'll be a year away. So, but yeah, I just don't think exactly. that we're going to have enough to get it done. I hope I'm wrong. But, yeah, first time this season I've picked against our beloved Los Angeles Chargers. But, you know, this is this is going to be a tough one. So We just confirmed a Chargers win because we're both taking the Dolphins. So we're going to reverse psychology the fuck out of, this, out of this game. And, I mean, Miami coming off that horrible loss to San Fran last week. Mike McDaniel's going to have a game plan in place for Tua and co. So, but – Justin and Herbert. If Justin Herbert. Sorry. Or excuse me, if Brandon Staley loses, he'll drop to five hundred exactly for his coaching head coaching career. Um, so he's another just another little thing there. He's fighting to stay above five hundred for his resume. Regardless of how these two QBs play Sunday night, Herbert's better. Just putting that out there. So Oh yeah. Like I said, the the Dolphins probably will win this game and it will not be because of Tua. Just like the Chargers will probably lose this game, and it will not be because of Herbert. But we'll have to sit through fucking narrative after fucking narrative about how two is better because his defense scored 14 points and our defense gave up 30. Yeah. So. But, yeah, that's that's all that I got. Um, I'm kind of cool. looking forward to Sunday night, I guess. Um, I guess it's fun to watch those powder blues take the field. But it would be a lot more fun with a lot with a better coaching staff and healthier players. Yep. So, season on the line, baby. Got one one loss left to hand out. So, let's do it. Let's win out. Hopefully, we can put that off another week. We got two. But, we got two. All right, man. Yeah, no, we only have one more loss. You're right. Okay, we only got one yeah, left to we give. Do. We do. All right. So, uh, would rather not give it away this weekend, but we shall see. So. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour podcast, episode number 55, Chargers Dolphins Sunday Night Football Preview. Make sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Powder Hour Pod LA, for all the latest news and updates about the pod. Bolt up.